0: Welcome to the weekly governance update, such has been the demand for this regular discussion with Stephen Cooper about the latest happenings on uh, on governance in local government, that we have decided to do this weekly. Can you cope with that commitment, Stephen Cooper?
1: Oh, there's always something happening in governance, Chris, we'll just have to make it work.
0: Indeed. Nice to, nice to have you back again. We thought we'd spend a few minutes this week talking about the types of queries uh, that are coming in around implementation of this current tranche of Local Government Act uh, provisions? What are you hearing?
1: A few themes coming through, Chris. One of the really interesting ones from people in the sector is how to implement, for example, the governance rules now in respect of the conduct provisions that don't come into effect until the 24th of October. So we're writing the governance rules now, but we're still living under the 1989 Act.
0: Yes, and I imagine part of that is that um, once we, we roll around 1st of September, we're almost into caretaker period, um, really the new conduct provisions aren't going to apply until you have a new council sworn in. Is that a too simplistic way of looking at it?
1: No, I think that's a pretty good way of looking, Chris, and my take would be to write uh, all of that material um, as if the current act is in place. Um, and I'd be putting a little note in italics on each page to say that they will have effect as a at the 24th of October, but in the meantime, the 1989 Act provisions will apply.
0: Sounds very um, simple and uh, sensible. The um, the issue of confidential information, that's changed a little bit in terms of the CEO's role in declaring information confidential. Can you just briefly explain what will be different?
1: Yeah, Chris, The um, I think there's a bit of nervousness because people, uh, councillors and officers, won't have the protection of knowing that the CEO has declared Uh, a matter to be confidential or or what will continue is that if um, a matter is considered in a closed council meeting, then it's confidential. But Mm -hmm. um, I've always thought in the past, there's been various sorts of confidentiality. So anything under section 77, where the CEO makes a declaration, well, that's really confidential. And there's penalties attached to, um, to breaching that confidentiality. Um, but equally, most councils in their code of conduct would have some sort of provision saying that matters um, that discussed at briefing and not for public discussion. Or for example, everyone in local government deals with privacy issues. So just because we have information doesn't mean that we can share it. So information management remains an important topic. The 2020 Act um, places a lot more onus on councillors and officers to be aware of what might be confidential. So the CEO won't make a declaration regarding um, upcoming planning decisions, for example, uh. but the 2020 Act will say those matters are confidential because release may encourage speculation based on information that's not already out in the market.
0: So Steve, I would have thought in, in practice, um, good practice would be a regular dialogue about matters that are likely to be confidential to remind people to actually go through that thought process about what they do what they say in terms of information that might be confidential
1: oh absolutely chris it goes to culture and um if it's not spoken of regularly then people will be blindsided um and certainly the administration in each council will play a role in making sure that the councillors are alert to it you know in the uh, councillor induction program i'm sure it'll get a run but regular practice around discussing where the line is for confidentiality is absolutely critical.
0: Another matter that's attracting some attention is conflict of interest. I've always felt every time there's been genuine attempts to improve the conflict of interest regime, it's actually become more complex and uh, harder to to manage and understand. Is it gonna get easier?
1: Um, Yes and no, and it depends. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay. in some ways, what um, we currently describe in the 1989 Act as um, direct and indirect conflicts of interest have all been wrapped up together and they are known as material conflicts of interest. There are some minor changes, but if you look at um, matters uh, that can be measured in dollar terms where you or your family might benefit or disbenefit, um, being on the board of a club or association, um, being involved in legal action uh, in relation to a matter, all of those things uh, are picked up in the 2020 Act. What's different, Chris, is that the 2020 Act um, treats what we would previously have called personal interest in a different way. So you'll recall that the current Act allows a councillor with a personal interest to raise that um, of their own volition, but there's no consequence if if they don't. The 2020 Act has a thing called a general conflict of interest, which is a reasonable person test. Um, it, would a fair-minded, impartial person think that your public um, duty might be influenced by your private interest? Yeah. Or yeah. Put an out, and that's, I suppose, a fair-minded person's not your worst enemy, and it's not your best friend. It's a re—it's that mythical reasonable person, and um, I think, Chris, the test is: Would a reasonable person say? that your decision might be influenced by the nature of the relationship. And that's a pretty broad spread.
0: So, so what is the effect of the governance rules on these matters, confidential information, conflict of interest, are they all encompassed within the governance rules that are required to be
1: developed? I don't think you can write a governance rule that conflicts with the act, Chris, and I should do the occasional reminder that I'm not a lawyer here, and there will be issues here where people should seek their own legal advice. Mm. Um, One of the things that is required in the governance rules, though, is some procedures in terms of how councillors and officers and members of committees should declare those conflicts, what the processes are. Um, Now, in effect, I think what that typically means is that councils will write something into their local laws that in some way replicates the current act um, and requires abstention.
0: So governance rules are being developed as we speak. Is there a model governance rule out there yet? It's coming. Right.
1: Uh, it okay. is imminent, Chris, yes. So okay. I know there are people around the sector working on it and the advice from the department is that a, a set of model governance rules is, is well and truly on the way.
0: Okay, that, that would be very helpful. Just very quickly, because uh, we're almost out of time. What's happened to assemblies of councillors, Steve? They've gone, Chris.
1: <laughs> Where have they gone?
0: What's, what's
1: the story? <laughs> Actually, it's possibly more like going, going, gone. Um, There's no reference in the 2020 Acts to assemblies of councillors. So again, I think in amongst the governance rules and the um, transparency provisions of councils, it's something that each council should consider um, as to how it will provide transparency about meetings between councillors and officers outside of normal council meetings. I think assemblies of councils were there for a reason because there was a distrust about decisions being made. Um, I'm quite,
0: Yeah, in, in in briefing sessions, et cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it's a useful thing to, for councils to think about how will we create as much disclosure about those interactions as we can.
0: That might be a topic we come back to and spend a few more minutes on, perhaps in a future uh, governance update, Steve. Um, that's about all the time we have for this week. Look forward to chatting with you again next week. As always, really appreciate your contributions. Thanks, Chris. Actually, just before you go, um, candidate uh, information sessions, apologies, almost forgot. Um, you and I have both done some of those now. Some of these themes are coming up, but there's some other uh, themes that are coming through, the questions, etc. in uh, those sessions. So I just wanted to flag that we'll talk about those as well, uh, perhaps in next week's governance update. Thanks, Steve. Stephen Cooper with us this morning on the governance update from VLGA Connect.